Yikes. Not the way we wanted to celebrate the pre, the New Year's Eve Eve, right? For UCLA, chance to get that 10th win. Chip Kelly to get us all hyped after the recruiting. And then, boom, the Bruins go out and lay an egg in the Sun Bowl, which very well could happen. Pitt came back to play, but there's no, there's no other way to explain this game than simply putting it into one word, which is a simple choke job from top to bottom, front to back, all the way around. Simple choke job, choke job from UCLA. And while a lot are going to put it on a DTR, I don't want to put the blame on him. He put his heart out, fought through injury until he couldn't anymore and found himself and the Bruins on the wrong end, wrong end of a losing contest. Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer with you guys of Locked On UCLA. This is the immediate reaction version. Don't expect any hard-hitting analysis in this one today as UCLA drops it 37-35, to 35, a game where UCLA had it, led by 14, then watch Pitt have their greatest comeback in their bowl history, coming back down 14. The two teams hadn't faced off in 50 years, UCLA having all the hype, having the majority of their players play DTR. You had Jake Bobo, a lot of the defense playing, and yet UCLA up 14, a lot of turnovers, interception, interception, interception. Then you have the muff kickoff when the game was tied, and then everything just went and came unglued. And still, after all that, UCLA's own backup quarterback, Ethan Garbers, came through and almost led the Bruins to victory after a late hardened touchdown before Patty. All you had to do was tackle him shy of the first down marker, and the game's practically over if they can't even get the snap off. It's not exactly over if they can get the spike. Either way, there's just so many things. You know, I was waiting to do this podcast. I was like, all right, yes, no, no, yes, easy, no, maybe, so, I don't know. Wow, that sucked, as it did. If you're a Pitt fan, well, that was an absolute amazing game. If you're a UCLA fan, it still was a, an entertaining game. But just watching DTR tearfully off the fields, I know the two teams maybe had a skirmish before the game. I didn't really catch that. I haven't looked too deeply into that. And then Pitt came across the field. Maybe it was UCLA saying something. We know DTR is a bit of a talker, so maybe he said something. Maybe they're poor sports. I'm not entirely sure, but it was all crazy. It was just a heartbreaking, most UCLA Bruin fashion of losing that game, right? Just to be like back and forth, have a chance, just like they did this year, to go do something special. And the Oregon loss is forgivable. Then you lose to Arizona. Next week, come out two scores up on USC. Have a chance down the end to win it or at least tie it. Don't do that at home. Barely hold on against Cal. Have a full practical month to prepare. Get everybody excited again after the recruiting. Boom. And then all of a sudden, it just it came unglued. And whether you want to put, put the blame on DTR, we're not going to make this a DTR blasting episode. But, you know, is it a quarterback scenario? Is it they still got production for the running backs? They got guys who made big plays in the re receiving game today. The defense got stuck because there's so many offensive turnovers in this one. And then, got to credit, Pitt's kicker, Ben Sauls. You know, better call Sauls. All the jokes they're going to be making in the, the Sun Bowl, at least five for five through the wind, against the wind, hooking the ball every which way to make all those kicks as UCLA thought they had a chance, even with Garbers in at QB. What could very well be the last time we ever see Garbers in as UCLA quarterback. So many different things that just, wow. That is the most UCLA way to end what could have been a promising 2022 season. I believe I predicted in the preseason in my not in my way too early season prediction that they would be 9-4 and four with something goofy like this. But nobody could have predicted 
that with Pitt, with all the opt-outs, right? Pitt wasn't with their starting quarterback, their starting running back. And remember, Keaton Slovis already took it to UCLA once when he was a Trojan. You had Israel Abanaconda, who was arguably the best tailback in the country that didn't play for Pitt. A lot of their starters who are significant weapons for the Pitt defense that didn't play. And while UCLA obviously missed Charbonnet and then DTR at the end, Charbonnet overall didn't play the game, it's still what could have been, right? A game that UCLA was set on winning, almost a two-score favorite heading into this one as the line kept creeping and creeping and creeping with the opt-outs prior to the game. And UCLA did the most UCLA thing and fashionable, which is losing a heartbreak to the Sun Bowl as the Bruins still have not won a bowl game since the 2015 Alamo Bowl, Valero Alamo Bowl, whatever it's called now, the Alamo Bowl, since the end of the 2014 season in January of 2015. So, unfortunately, heartbreak, choke job, and just uh, the way to ruin the season, as some might say. There's no really, there's no way to truly juxtapose this or get fully excited. or You, you can't, you can't really. <laughs> there, there's no saying... It's just frustrating. That's frustrating. You know, heck, I'm even on the road in an island paradise, and somehow they're bringing my spirits down for work in New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, man. <laughs> How does that happen? Either way, it's the UCLA season. It had to end one way or the other, either in true glory, and even if the Bruins would have won that game, it still would have been kind of gut-wrenching to not see DTR finish it as it already was and have him win it. Garbers did a good job leading them for a touchdown drive with about just over 30 seconds to go. But either way, what a what a game, an entertaining one. The Sun Bowl delivered, just unfortunately, the UCLA Bruins delivered their own knockout punch to themselves, letting Pitt back in the game after that pick six, get back in the game on multiple turnovers, take the lead. Pitt gave them a chance back and forth, and UCLA coughed it up right back when Pitt had no turnovers, 30 seconds to go. 50 yards, maybe 40 yards to get into field goal position and one tackle shy maybe of winning this game on some poor defense at the end, which didn't have a pass rush, which was largely leading to success at the end of the game. We will fully analyze the 2022 UCLA football season in depth coming up here on Locked On UCLA. We will talk about this game more in depth. This is the immediate reaction, the frustration boiling over of just sheer tragedy of, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that. That really happened. Either way, get your hands up. It's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Stay safe on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, because, you know, if you're putting back a few too many drinks with your friends, your family, your relatives, whatever it is, it's all the same thing. The evening's coming, friend. Think about calling for a ride. If you live nearby, you think you can make it home okay, don't do so, right? It's, it's a big deal. It, you might think it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal. Where are the odds you get pulled over? What's the worst that could happen? Insurance goes up. Your license is gone. You total your car. You kill someone. You all know about the risks of driving drunk. Don't do it. The results are often tragic and deadly. It still doesn't stop any of you knuckleheads at home from still thinking about doing it this New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Don't do that. There's impaired drivers on the road, and the law enforcement, the officers, the police officers are out there looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. If you think about being okay after to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead, get a ride. One mistake changes your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Association saying no. The NHTSA says don't do it. Drive sober or get pulled over. Stay safe here on this New Year's Day. 
Bruins fans, get your hands in the air. One last football eight clap of your sheer tragedy. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. U C L A. Fight, fight, fights. There'll be hope. 2023 in the Big Ten is coming in 2024. Dante Moore, Bruins, Colin Schley, all the recruits. Hopefully this doesn't negatively affect everything, but we'll talk about it as the Bruins finish the year 9-4, and four, losing 37-35 in the Sun Bowl to Pitts. We'll talk about it in depth coming around the weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy the holidays. If you're going to the Rose Parade, if you're in SoCal, go enjoy that. Otherwise, this has been Locked On UCLA Reaction Edition. Go Bruins. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.